Hello and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia and I am here today with my co-host, Ashley. And we are here to talk about the latest installment of the Kenneth whatever his name is, Agatha Christie movies. (laughs) A Haunting in Venice, which we just watched. That's not going to mean that I remember it. Well, (laughs) you best try. I'll try. (laughs) I loved it. The end. <laughs> Mic drop. We're done. See y'all next time. You know I love these movies. I haven't watched one I disliked. I like them so much. And this one felt very different than the other ones. Yeah. Though, I mean, the other ones were all very vibe-heavy as well. The vibes were just True. different. And this vibe was spooky. <laughs> I forgot this is supposed to be a lit with ash. No. <laughs> it's really you, not. You read the book. Yeah, but I talked about it on a podcast before, too. What did it... I had questions, though. Like, no. Did it actually follow the book? Because didn't it say loosely based? It on? was very loosely based, okay. and almost none of it was the same. Okay, interesting. Like, the storyline... I can't remember. Like, the the book was very twisty-turvy. Yeah. Um, the book isn't called The Hot Damn Venice. No, it's called about. Halloween Party. Yeah. Um, I had no idea. Yeah. That this movie had anything to do with that book. But it started, and I was like, this started exactly like that book. Yeah. And there was a character named Joyce, and there was, you know, this obscure author character, which I just assumed was an Agatha Christie Mm -hmm. self-insert, and all she eats is apples, and it's a weird little factoid about her, Uh and she's friends with Hercule. Yeah. Um, And that was all from the book. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. Played by Tina Fey. Yeah. Tina Fey. What a babe. She, I loved her in this role. She's just doing the best. She was perfect. I don't know. I think maybe she has one of those faces. Like, she fit the time period she does. so yeah. well. Anyway, I really liked her in this role. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also felt like she made the character in the book make more sense to me. Yeah. Because the book was very odd. And the book was very of its time. Uh-huh. And it made me very uncomfortable because we were talking... We were very much sexualizing little girls. Ugh. And children in general. And it was odd. And I didn't really know what we were trying to do. I yeah. was like, am I over-projecting here? <laughs> or are you literally telling me this? Like, yeah. this is not okay. Um, and, again, it was of the time. So, yeah. like, how much of this can I take with a grain of salt? And how much of it are you just doing? Yeah, right. <laughs> um... So anyway, um, as far as like who done it, maybe there was more connected to the book. Okay. Um, but it was such a different setting, and they took such a different turn. Yeah. That I don't think it was really connected past the party. Do you remember? Did it say it was? Was it a mixture of two different books, or was it just loosely inspired by Halloween? It might have party? been another book too. I'm okay. not sure. Because I, I wondered if they did that. If they were like, <clears throat> yeah. we're gonna mash these two together because they can't really stand on their own. I you did know? a quick Google mm-hmm. and immediately saw who the murderer was. Oh no! And I was like, okay, well. There goes that. I've spoiled the movie. I'm not going to read any more about it. Yeah, but, yeah, um, exactly. So we hadn't even introduced the character who wasn't the murderer, and yeah. I already knew. Right. But an all-star <clears throat> cast, as they always are. Yep. I mean, we had Michelle Yo. Is that her name? Yo? I can't. I don't know how to pronounce is it. Is it just Y-U-H or is there an O? I think it's E-O-H. Oh. Y-E-O-H. Oh, I don't know. Yo. Um, yeah. But she's great. She's, you know... Killing it these days after everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> she plays the medium. I love her. She plays the medium. Um, there's, who else is there? Tina Fey. Another Yellowstone alumni. <laughs> the 
the Beth lady. I don't know the actress. I was name. just gonna look her up because I just know her as Beth. She also looks like she's from that time period. Yeah, Hardcore. she does. She reminds me of my like great grandma a little bit. But she once you said she reminds you of Mavia. Oh yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was like, is she it's Mavia's those, older sister? It's those Nelson features that passed down. So funny. Yeah, it's uh very. She's very. She's very uh, classy in this role. I liked her a lot. And then. Um, there's... And she gets to have her real voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Rowena was her name. Rowena. We had Jamie Dornan. Yep. He was this doctor fella. Um, was there anybody else super famous? Those the ones that are leaping out. Those to are me. the main names that I knew. Um, <clears throat> I learned an invaluable fact, which feels like a fact, like the quicksand stuff you learn as a child, where it just stays with you forever. And you're like, well, that's in my wheelhouse if I ever need to know it. Which is, you don't give milk to starving people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It will kill them. I didn't know that <laughs> I either. will never forget that fact. <laughs> I can't say I'll ever, like, need to know that no, fact. No, but we but know it. Valid. <laughs> Important stuff here. It makes their stomachs, like, eat themselves and well, they will like die. Well, it's like you will become severely, like... Whatever the proteins are you're in your stomach. probably just so intolerant. You become extremely lactose intolerant when you're starving to death. And so giving someone milk uh, can go very, very badly. So, um, the more you know. Yep. And then, um, anyway, this whole movie kind of starts off with, like, this tale. They're telling these kids on Halloween about how they locked these plague-ridden children well, in the basement. Well, I think the, the, the premise them. of the story is that this writer... She writes mystery novels. Yeah. And, like, in her adventures, yep. she has come across something that she cannot explain. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm the smartest person in the world, so if I can't figure this out, yeah. I need to bring it to somebody else. I'll call the second smartest person in the world. Yeah. My good old friend, Hercule. Yeah, who I've based all my novels on. And he's been a shut-in. Yeah. He's not doing anything. He yeah. won't take any cases. And she drags him out of retirement mm-hmm. and brings him to this haunted mansion in Venice. Yeah. Which was not in the book. They were in, I don't know, England somewhere. Yeah. And it was just a little house in the countryside. And the house wasn't haunted. That was, that was there was no haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's like the setup and how she gets him there. And then they start telling the story of this, it's like an old, what do you call it? I mean, it was like an orphanage. There were yeah, a lot of children living there. It was an orphanage there, in Venice, yeah. Hundreds of years ago mm-hmm. or over the last century. Yeah. And now this family owns it. I think this so. rich lady. Yeah. Did she, did she have a husband? She did he and die? her daughter. He was never in the picture. I don't Interesting. Think. I don't know if you died a long time ago or whatever, but I don't think he was part of the story. <laughs> so they're putting on a Halloween party for the children. Yeah. The, the orphans that don't live there. I think they do, or they live near, or they're whatever. Not, they're later. They all okay, go back home. in the old days. They used to like orphans would like travel on holidays to rich people's houses. So maybe that's what this okay. is. Like they would like for Christmas time. Oh, well, sure. the orphans are going to go spend Christmas sure. with the rich benefactor James down the road. Daddy Warbucks. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what they were doing for Halloween. You know. And that's when they tell the story of the plague-ridden children who got locked in the basement yeah. to die. And by, you know... They're haunted. All accounts, the place is haunted by these children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they tell that horribly scary story with the sheet and the puppets. Yeah. Which was scarier than, you know, most <laughs> horror movies you've ever seen. Yep. And visuals that 
we didn't have in the 30s, and mm-hmm. now we're suddenly subjected to 40s. Was this post-Civil War? I don't know. It was post-Civil War, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> World War II, World War One. <laughs> World War Two, I think, is post-World War II. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I'm not sure what it Let was. talk about a war. Which <laughs> war was it? I don't know. But it feels later. Yeah, it does. Um, again, the kids are all in those terrifying Halloween costumes. Yeah, really awful. I will say this movie did the vibe so well. It's, it was very much a Halloween movie. It was spooky without even having any, like, I mean, not saying there was no spooky content, but like yeah. just like the scenery was spooky. It wasn't over the top. I'll give it yeah. that. Like, I don't like horror movies. This was okay. Yeah. But it was spooky. It was so good. And like, they had the authentic costumes of the time period, yeah. which were awful. Yeah. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, so then I think the children leave, yeah. and then the medium arrives, uh-huh. because this is what the author lady, uh-huh. Tina Fey, I forget her name, something Oliver, I think, Miss Oliver, this is what she wanted her kill to see. She's like, I can't explain away this medium. Yeah. I think maybe this could be real, but also that's ridiculous, so help me figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, the medium shows up and they have a seance. Yep. Like all wise people do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's spooky ooky. It is indeed. And scary. And I guess we should also mention that the rich lady, mm-hmm. her daughter. That's who they're trying to c- talk to. Died. Jumped or fell off the window. And she was ledge. like being haunted by the voices in this house. Of the children. And they told her to jump. Yep. And she fell in the water, and they couldn't Because Venice is a city built on the water, yep. which I think I knew, but I didn't know. But also, like, what? <laughs> that doesn't I seem like don't a don't understand plan. Europeans. <laughs> um, so, yes, she bailed out the window, which, you know, she would have died whether it was the ground or the water. It's yeah. a very high building. Um, and so they are trying to contact her, mm-hmm. and... The, she possesses the medium lady, or yep. so it seems. And the mother's taken aback as she looks <coughs> to her dead daughter. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, spooky-ooky. And then Hercule is like, enough of this! Yeah. And then he, like, stops everything, and he hauls a kid out of the Chimney. fireplace. Yeah. And he's like, this is all a ruse. And they're pulling wires. You're a con buttons. artist. You've yeah. set this whole thing up, and he points to all the things that he noticed when he walked into the room, so yeah. he knew it was all a con. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's when they question everybody? Yes, I believe. Or is it... Did, oh, they start questioning. Did they question... Because there's the twins that work for... Or not twins. Yeah. Siblings. Mm-hmm. They're not twins, obviously. <laughs> um, they're supposed to be half-siblings, I believe. They look nothing like. Mm-hmm. Um, are working for the medium. Yeah. And I don't know... I don't think they start questioning yet. I, I don't think, think they, like, go to yet. part ways. Yeah, they, like, go to bed. I think even she's like, we're going to reconvene in the... Were they going to stay there? I thought the medium was going to leave. I thought she was like, well, he, I don't know. I thought they were going to maybe try again in the morning or something. But she, maybe, he talks to the medium. Yeah. I thought she, it was She's on like, her way out, but maybe not. I don't remember. I just remember her being there. like, you know, sure, maybe there's this extra flair, but that doesn't mean it's not true. It doesn't mean that, you know, yeah. like these spirits do exist. I don't remember the exact line, but she said something to the effect of, like, she calls herself a medium because she's not, like, 
at the end of either spectrum. Like, mm-hmm. she's not an expert. She, yeah, she can ex- just hear them. Yeah. Um, which I kind of thought was interesting, and I wondered yeah. if that's where that's, God, that comes from. I don't know. But, yeah, it could um, be. She basically tells him he needs to lighten up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, he's like, he doesn't have faith anymore. Yeah, and, like, be open to this type of thing or something. Yeah. And so she, like, puts... As a joke, I guess, her mask and cloak onto him. Yeah, that she wore when she came in. Which was spooky-ooky. Yeah. Um, and then she walks away. And then he kind of strolls through the house still wearing this mask. Yeah. And then he sees the tub of... Bopping for apples. The yeah. germ tub. <laughs> um, And he's like, you know, why not? Maybe I should have a little fun in my life. Yeah. So he decides to go and bob for apples. Yeah. And then someone tries to drown him in the tub. Yep. Of germs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, those weren't going to kill him. <laughs> Holding them down or whatever. Yep. But somehow they leave. I don't know if someone sees them and catches them and they run away. I can't remember how that all happened. He's suddenly released and, and they're gone. And then very soon after. I think someone walked in because I thought someone was there like yeah. right away. I think like, oh, are you okay? Her yeah. You know, probably the butler guy or the policeman. I can't remember. I think he He's was a policeman. A police officer. Yeah. Um, the Italian man. Yeah. And he, uh, soon after that you hear, like, a scream. And... The medium is flung from the third, fourth, who knows, floor. Yeah. And shish kebabbed on a spire or a statue or whatever. Quite horrifying. Yeah, that was awful. Um, there are also other characters still in this house. Mm-hmm. There's the doctor who has... World War II PTSD. Yeah. And his son. Oh, I forgot about his son. Yeah, his son. And they're too. living there? Yeah, I think so. He has a crush on the main lady. And he had been point. taking, helping take care of her daughter when she was ill. And the, the daughter fiance had a fiance. He showed up for the, the... But he also had a new fiance. Yeah. But she was. She didn't stay, right? I don't think we saw her at all. I thought she was there at the beginning when he showed up. I don't remember. But he, he shows up for the seance. And to the talk mom's to like, the why the hell are you here? And daughter. he's like, listen, I loved her too. Mm-hmm. You know, not enough. You know, like there's obviously tension there. And then they lock all the doors and everybody's there. Mm-hmm. Was that post-murder? That was after the murder. Yeah. Of that they Michelle. Just, <laughs> they were like, nobody can leave? Yeah. <laughs> So, she's dead. And then they lock down the doors, and Hercule's gonna start questioning people. Yeah. That's when that starts. Okay. Because, you know, he's an amateur detective. He also is hearing things he can't explain, and seeing things like little ghostly girls peeking out at him from around corners. Yeah. And he's like, oh, did you come here with the... You know, school trip oh, yeah. or whatever. Did you get left behind? And, you know, they're talking, and then someone comes up and like, who the hell are you talking to? It's gross. are not there anymore. And she's, like, in the mirror. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love that. We love a good mirror shot. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I don't necessarily remember this all in very chronological order. No. But they're, well, it's, it's inter- an Agatha Christie story, yeah, so. Yeah, interviewing people. It would probably be more memorable and make more sense if you watched it a second time. Oh, definitely. Um, but yeah, he's interviewing people uh, that there's little things that you learn along the way. Yeah. Like, the mother shows 
them her garden on the rooftop Mm -hmm. and talks about how all her bees died Mm -hmm. and how she used to make honey with her daughter, her precious daughter, Mm -hmm. and all these little tidbits of information that Hercule is downloading, you know? Yeah. Um, They're in the kitchen at one point. Um, He, like, blames um, at one point not Amy, Tina Fey's character. Because he's like, you set up the medium thing. You were also playing along with that right. to try to get me to get a new story or something like that. Yeah. He accuses her of all that. I'm not sure how much of that is true. That might have all been true. She wasn't the murderer. And I'm not sure that he full and accused her of the murderer. But he was like, I'm suspicious of you because you lied to me in this way. Yeah. Right. And she was like, oh. And like, oh, she like hid evidence too. And was like, what about this? You know? And yeah. so... She was uh, messing with the crime scene and lying to him, so... She was a player. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the banging in the basement in the water that they went and checked out on where the plague children... Oh, yeah. ...were locked away in. And they had their pile of little stuffed animals. Yeah. And that's when we... Were they just left there to die? Yeah, Is that what basically. Happened? And then, like, the crazy doctor tells us... Child. We hear his story of trying to... Feed milk to the starving to the other prisoners. Yeah, like plague children in a different country. Well, or I think that was they were like prisoners of war. Yeah, I thought. I can't remember. I thought he details. was a war doctor. That could have been it. Um, and that's and why he's so messed up. They killed them, and, and they didn't know his, that they couldn't feed them milk. Yep. And his little son's like parenting him, yep. basically. Um, and shortly after that, dad dies. Yep, that's right. His dad does. He die. goes into. A room that's basically soundproof to rest. Was it to rest or was it? Well, he got in a fight with the fiance. Like they were duking it out. Well, I, I don't remember, remember why tensions were high. It, yeah, I mean it's the middle of the night. <laughs> I think they called each other some names, you know, and probably blaming each other for yeah. the death of the daughter. Yeah, because that's right. The fiance was like, "Well, you, she was in your care," yeah. you know, and that started the fight, and then fists were thrown. Fisticuffs. And he, the doctor was like crazy you know like war ptsd crazy and then they were like okay you're gonna take your pills and lay down and we're just gonna lock you in here for now and make sure we keep you apart so they did that yep and then he did he gets stabbed he gets stabbed to death and then i can't remember anything else yeah i don't either until the reveal but i know other things happened yeah (laughs) There's a lot of conversations. Oh, I slow. wonder if Zach would like these. Has he seen the I other ones? I think he used to like reading Agatha Christie novels. Because it's a lot of people talking in rooms, and I that's kind it. of his jam <laughs> for some reason. I think he'd love them. Um, like I said, this one was so good on the vibes. Like, I didn't feel like it was a horror movie, but like the spooky vibes were ever-present. And yeah. you get this idea that Hercule's like, something's wrong, because he's like, I keep seeing stuff. He's very much a Shane Midday. Yeah. And he's not a believer. Yeah. And so, like, he's like, why do I kind of think this place is haunted? Yeah, right. Something's up. Something is up, indeed. And ultimately, once we have the reveal... Yeah. Mm -hmm. He realizes he's been poisoned... He's been... ...by this wildflower honey... Yep. ...that makes you crazy. Makes you hallucinate. And I think it had other symptoms, too. Like... Yeah. In small doses, it's just a hallucinogenic, but, but it, you, the more you have, the worse it is, and eventually you can't overdose on it. Yeah. 
So he realizes he's been drinking this tea, mm -hmm. and it's been causing him to hear things. Yep. And he figures out that it's some flower that they had growing. infused the honey with. Yeah, was, they were growing it in the garden on the rooftop. That the bees were, the bees pollinated that flower, and then they made that honey. Yep. And... Um, the mom couldn't handle her precious baby daughter marrying this man and leaving her. So she poisoned her. Yeah, like Gypsy Rose's mom. And she... made her crazy and to stay home made her dependent on her. And, and she's it's like she was a child again. Yeah. Hearing... Oh, there was also the housekeeper. That was the other character. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Because she was also helping take care of the daughter. Yeah, but she wasn't in on the... She didn't know. No. And so when her mother went to rest at mm. some point... The housekeeper took over, and she gave her more tea, and yeah. she put too much honey in it, yeah. and caused her to die. throw herself... Well, no, she just died. She just she, died. She just died, that's right. And then the mom, to cover up the murder... Threw her out the window. <laughs> threw her out the window into the canal. And, like, gave her the demon scratches on her back. Yeah, with like you know, into a, the ghost a, story. One of those little, Trowels. Was it a trowel? Was it one of those little, little hand rakes. rakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to make it look like she had the ghost scratches. Yeah. Yeah. Threw her out the window. And you get to see Beth once again being crazy. Crazy. She loves doing that. She's <laughs> a good crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, I, uh. And she also killed the doctor. Yes, that's right. And she killed the medium. Well, she threatened him that if he didn't kill himself, she'd kill his son, right? Yes, because it was a soundproof room, but she made a call. Yeah. Because there was a phone in there. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you impale yourself on this... It was a knife. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. remember where it was in the room, though. I don't know. Because it was, like, on a statue or the... Armor, maybe. Super yeah. armor or something like that. And so he managed to stab himself in the back to yeah. death. Yeah. Kind of gruesome. That was kind of gross. Um... And she threw, well, she also tried to kill her kill because she thought it was the medium yeah. dressed up. Mm -hmm. um, when she realized it wasn't, she ran away and found the medium and threw her off the balcony onto the statue. Yep. <laughs> Moral of the story, like, maybe don't have statues in your house yeah. that have weapons on yeah. them. <laughs> She's, like, backing away from Hercule as he's accusing her. Yeah. Like, the same place where her daughter jumps. And, like, you see, like, the flicker of her daughter's ghost behind her in the air like, before she falls and pummels to her death. Does, does the ghost pull her over? It, I don't remember, but it's, like, that's implied. Of, yeah. like, and Hercule's, of course, still on the honey. And he's like, oh, I probably just saw that. But it's left to be like, ah, maybe you did Maybe it was haunted. Maybe there is haunting here. Yep. Maybe it's not all just blamed on the honey. Mm -hmm. And then there's some other little wrap-ups, like, he talks to the boy... Who also sees ghosts. Who also sees ghosts uh, when he leaves and he's like, it's not your fault, you can't blame yourself. And the little boy's like, you find out at that point that, like, the woman acted out like this and called the medium because she was trying to clear her name because the little boy knew she killed the woman or her daughter. Oh, yeah. And, and he was blackmailing her. Yeah, for money, right? Yeah. And... To take care of his father. <laughs> the housekeeper, I think, takes the little boy... Yeah. And they have the money, and then they pay for the medium's con oh, yeah. artist siblings. Yeah, who are like um, immigrants. <laughs> to get to America, because they want to go yeah. there. Um, so everything's wrapped up that way. Mm -hmm. um, Hercule goes home. I think he kind of makes up with the author. Yeah, a little bit. They're yeah. like, they're on good terms again, and she's going to go write her book, and mm -hmm. he's going to go home, and he's... He's willing to take on some cases again. Yeah. 
Um, so Healed he, a part of him. He has his little growth journey. Yep. It was good. I just love I these movies. Didn't I felt like, and maybe I just tuned out. Yeah. And it's not my vibe. Yeah, um, I like the spookiness. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my favorite. I almost want to watch it again yeah. to see if I would like it better because I, I think maybe I just tuned out a little bit. Sure. I didn't feel like it was quite as engaging as the other ones. Okay. And I'm not really sure why. Maybe it was because it was, I don't know, because like the train one was all in one place pretty much. Yeah. Um, maybe you really didn't like the setting and so maybe, it wasn't keeping your interest. I just felt like the characters weren't quite as interesting to me and like the twists weren't quite as twisty. I do feel like the characters weren't quite as vivacious yeah. and there wasn't quite as many of them. Right. And I just felt like all the reveals were more talking than showing mm. and it was like, oh, this thing. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then there was another thing and that was it. And it was like, I don't know, it could have been a little bit more oomph for me. It felt a little smaller scale, and yeah. it felt like, and that probably was because it was like, it was a ghost story, and right. it was just a murder of like, you know, like, there wasn't some big conspiracy, there wasn't a ton it's of people in on it. just the mom trying it to cover it up. just the mom being a freaky, you know. No one else can have you, you're my child, you're right. my happiness. And then having know. to cover all her tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And make it seem like a thing. So it seemed like a smaller scale story a little bit, I think, right. than some of the other ones, but... I still really liked it, and I liked the little ghost story element of it. I thought that was really I felt fun. like it was a good balance, and I, I like... It was like the Halloween episode of the Egg of the Christine. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> I also like when there's more of a logical conclusion than, uh, mm-hmm. oh, it's just actually haunted. But I appreciate the nod to that. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, same. there was enough of it being like, okay... You know, maybe the daughter really was there, and now she got closure, and maybe she doesn't haunt it anymore. Yeah, you know? right. It, it wasn't like, you know, it was still the Scooby-Doo, we pulled the mask off the villain. Yes. Like, there's still a logical crime that happened. But there was, yeah, the little open-ended, like, maybe maybe she was there does the exist, time. and maybe Hercule believes that a little bit now. Right. Yeah, I liked that. I did, too. It was, it was enough. Yeah. It wasn't, like... I couldn't go to bed afterwards. Oh, yeah. No, no. I didn't feel that way about it at all. But it was definitely on the spooky side. They, like I said, it was masterfully set designed and, yeah. like, it was so atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And if you don't like that atmosphere, you're not, it's going to be upsetting. But, yeah. like, I appreciate the commitment to... There's a part of me that just sits there and goes, no one would live here. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you live in this mansion? This is horrifying. This is awful. It's also on the water. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I, there's always been a part of me that kind of wanted to go to Venice. Because uh, I, I heard know. about it when I was, like, really little. And I was like, what? Magic. I gotta see that. It's not real. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, Crazy man. Stuff. Canals. You know, who doesn't want to go down a canal with a gondolier? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Boat or the person rowing it? The boats are gondolas. Okay. The person rowing it are gondoliers. I've never heard that term. I've just heard the term gondola. I listen to classical kids' tapes for my whole school. I've never listened to classical anything. And Vivaldi lived in Venice, so I know something about Venice. Good for you. (laughs) That's the only reason. I saw the same bridge in Mission Impossible 7. (laughs) There we go. That was in this movie, so I guess I know a little something about Venice, too. We do. Our vast knowledge. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, But, yeah, I liked it. Was it, like, your least favorite of them? Yeah. I think it was my second favorite, maybe. I think I maybe liked Death in the Nile. three. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think I like Death in the Nile the most. I think that was my favorite. And then I think I liked this one, and then I think I liked Murder on the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I'm not sure plot-wise, Murder on the Orient Express was fun. Mm-hmm. And I had a fun reveal at the end, but, like, I don't know, just, like, a pure enjoyment of watching the movies, I, uh, and not being, like, only the reveals of the mystery. Like, if I'm yeah. just like, oh, I'd like to watch that movie again, I think, uh, Death in the Nile and this one are the most vibe-heavy. Uh, <laughs> That's probably why I'd want to revisit them. Sure. <laughs> uh... The other one's just like a train in snow, you know? Yeah. I just felt like it was intriguing. It is. No, I like all of them a mm-hmm. lot. I've not watched one I dislike, so I hope they keep going. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, well, any closing thoughts? Don't read the book. Yeah. There are other Agatha Christie books that are much better. I believe it. This is loosely based. <laughs> I would say the movie's better. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Bye.